Hello and welcome to Pathfinding with Beacon. I'm so excited to come your way again today. I'm your host, Damilola Odukoya, a certified coach and professional counselor. Today, our topic is self-discipline. Self-discipline. The last time we spoke about playing the end game, that is, playing in such a way, running your race in life in such a way that you are thinking of the end in view. You are planning because of the expected end you hope to be able to achieve. So it's all about living for tomorrow and not living for today. And in the same vein, today we are talking about self-discipline. In order for you to be able to reach the expected end you have in mind, that goal, that purpose, that future, that vision you have in your heart, in order for you to be able to reach it, you will need self-discipline. Self-discipline is very essential. The major difference between a man and an animal is actually self-discipline. Because, you know, animals give in to any desire they have. They have the desire for food, they just go out, they have the desire for sleep. They, you know, they don't have what we call self-discipline. And a couple of people live their lives in such a way that they are just a little better than animals. If you gratify every of your desire, that's the level at which you're living. Oh, I feel like it. Oh, I don't feel like it. It's not all about your feelings. There has to be a level of discipline, a level of constraint you put upon yourself to make you do what you should do when you should do it, to make you not do what you should not do at a particular time. So this is the um, core of what we're discussing today. And uh, I would like to um, quote somebody, I think James Allen, he said, before a man can accomplish anything of enduring nature in the world, he must first of all acquire some measure of success in the management of his own mind. And he also further went on to say that man does not live until he begins to discipline himself. He merely exists. And this is the level at which many people are playing. They are just existing. You know, they just go with the wind, they go with the tides. Okay, I wake up, I don't feel like going out, they sit at home, I don't feel like reading, I don't feel like doing this, oh, I feel like doing that. And that's the basal level of existence. When you go by what you feel, when you go by your, the desires of your heart, I feel like eating, so you go ahead and eat. I feel like drinking, I feel like, you know, gratifying my um, desires, the desires of my body, desires of my heart. And that's what's pushing them. They live from one desire to another. This is merely existing. And this is how animals live. But we can do better. And that's why we are more developed than they are. And God expects better from us. Now, in the area of self-discipline, there are three stages. The first stage of self-discipline is self-control. The ability to control your own desires. So, this talks about... Um, the urges come, the desires come, you know, the urge to keep sleeping and not get up from bed, the urge to not go out today, the urge to not get involved in that thing that you feel will stress you. These urges come, these desires come, 
the desire to do or the desire not to do, they come. But the level of self-control is when you can say, no, in spite of this, I will do this. So in spite of the fact that I don't feel like I still will, then that's being able to control yourself, being able to make yourself do something or being able to restrict yourself from doing something. That's the first level. There's also the level of purification. This is the point at which you now begin to look into the desires you have. At this level, you prune your desires, you purify your desires. Which ones will you entertain? Which ones will you not entertain? So it's like a shedding off stage. You shed off some of the desires. They don't even begin to come up again. Like maybe the desire to drink, the desire to do this, things you know you should not do. You know, these desires, you're able to shut them down such that they don't even come up. For somebody who wants to live a life of chastity, uh, the desire for sex and all of that, you begin to shut it down as in it's not there as it used to be. You know, the first level is that it is there, but you're able to restrict yourself. You're able to restrain yourself. You control yourself. That's self-control. But in the level of purification, you begin to do away with some of these desires. And that's the second level. The third level is a much higher level. And that's the level of relinquishment. At this level, you give up even what is um, genuinely, uh, genuinely you should have access to. Something that, I mean, you should be able to give into as a desire. But you relinquish it for a higher goal. Now, this is high level of self-discipline. And you see this with martial artists and um, people who have mastered their body, who have mastered their minds. You see that they, they, they relinquish a lot of their rights. For example, I used to have a friend who was a black belter, a martial artist, a black belter. And as at the time I met him for almost 10 years, he had not taken any form of sugar. He does not take coke. It does not take sugar, any form of refined sugar. It doesn't even really take honey. So at this level of self-discipline, he had relinquished his rights to some of those things. You know, it's I mean, it's it's a normal desire issue. Everybody wants something sweet. But he has gone to that level where he has relinquished that desire. Some people have gone to very great extent to discipline themselves. And it is attainable. It is attainable. But... Even if you're not yet at that level, because like I said, it's in stages, it's in levels. The bizarre level is the level of self-control, where we all must play. Every one of us must be able to restrict ourselves from doing what we should not do, and to be able to constrain ourselves to do what we should. So what are the benefits of self-control? It decreases anxiety. A lot of people are battling anxiety today. They're always like, oh, this, how, how will I get this? How will I get that? Self-control will help you bring like a calmness and a balance. It decreases the level of anxiety you find in your life. And it increases your ability to achieve long-term goals. So people with with low um, self-discipline are not able to pursue something for a long period of time. Because if you're going to pursue a long-term goal, you need self-discipline to keep at it even when you don't feel like it. So it is very good. It helps you to attain your long-term goals. And it makes us happier, yeah? People who have self-control, um, statistics have shown that they are happier people. 
because they are able to control themselves. They have mastered their body, they have mastered their mind, and they are in better control. And then it makes us resilient. I've spoken about resiliency before in one of the podcasts. You need it. You need it. That ability to bounce back even in the face of unforeseen circumstances. We all need it. So self-control helps us to build this much-needed resilience. Before I leave today, I'd like to give a few tips that can help us with this self-control. Number one is that you must set goals. Set goals in the line of your vision. Set goals in the line of your purpose. If you want to be this in a couple of years' time, then you need to set goals that will help you achieve that that desire. So set goals and then put those goals where you can see them. Uh, The Bible says that um, write the vision, make it plain. That he that reads will run. So you need to put it in places that it will remind you. I mean, when you're still sluggish in bed, you can't get up. When you see it, it helps you to get out of bed. You know, places where... You need to cast that vision everywhere where you can see it. Tell your close associates who will remind you from time to time to say, oh, don't forget, you are trying to achieve this. You know, that will keep you going. Okay? Another tip is to always remind yourself of your why, your motivation. Why am I doing this? It's very key. So for whatever goal you are trying to achieve, sit down and ask yourself, why? What will I achieve by Um, reaching this goal what will this goal do for me or what will it do for others as the case may be so you need to remind yourself of that why for example at times I don't I don't feel like you know recording my podcast because maybe I'm very busy or I'm stressed or something of that nature but when I remind myself of my why that this is not about me it's about the people I'm trying to reach it's about the people that listen to it and get blessed by it When I remind myself of that why, I have to drag myself out of bed at times to make sure I do this very early in the morning. So remind yourself of your why and it will help you to keep in line. Then you need to focus on smaller goals first. Um, Let's imagine you want to be the mansion. You don't first start focusing on the whole mansion at once. First of all, focus on at least getting the foundation in place. So break your goals into smaller bits and focus on small goals first. So that as you achieve them, it gives you encouragement and inspiration to go for the bigger ones. Then, know your weaknesses and where you are likely to fall. So this is um, about knowing where the stumbling blocks are for you. Okay, if I know that I want to do this, um, I want to read maybe a book this week. Where What are the likely things that will um, make me not be able to achieve this? So I have to first deal with those things and say, how will I mitigate these weaknesses? Or maybe I, I don't like reading electronic books. Yes, that's one of my own personal challenges. I prefer hardcover. So I ask myself, can I lay my hands on the hardcover of this book I'm trying to read? Is it possible for me to print it, to remove it from being electronic and turn it into physical, that is, print it and then read it? Because I know that if I'm able to get it in hardcover, the chances that I will reach that goal is higher than when I leave it electronic and then I'm not so motivated to read it. I have to force myself to read it and all that. So you need to know what are your weaknesses. You need to know where are you likely to fall and have a strategy around mitigating those places. 
those those pitfalls you are likely to experience you must have thought about them and you must have a game plan such that when they come up you already know how you will likely resolve them and then you must have contingency plans for the things you don't expect and that also brings us back to resilience so you must know that well having planned all there might be some things i have not planned for that may come up whatever be the case i must still see through this goal that i've embarked on reaching so it is important for us to apply self-discipline in our lives if we must play the end game have the end in view that vision that purpose you know god has for you that vision that you have been able to articulate for your life have it in view in the decisions you make in how you run your life in how you live your life and i know that this self-discipline will take you farther than any other thing can take you so self-discipline is required for you to run the race run it well and finish it well Thanks once again for listening to Pathfinding with Beacon. For your counseling, coaching, and questions, you can reach us through our Gmail address, pathfindingbeacon at gmail.com, or you can WhatsApp this number or put a call through to plus 234-8122706316. I come again with the number plus 234 706316 Thank you very much. Until next time, keep shining. Bye.